The following was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic through Zoom meetings in accordance with local health guidelines. Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville. Hi, welcome back to another CSRM podcast. This is kind of a dual podcast, however, today. And Bryce Johnson is our guest, and Bryce. You've got unpacking it. Tell, tell the folks, first of all, welcome, but also tell us what unpacking it is and what's your podcast and what's your ministry. Oh, Greg, it's great to be with you. And, and we're a ministry for sports fans, a community of sports fans following Jesus. And, and so we, we do podcasts, we have devotionals, we do events, small groups, and, and we'll talk about our, our fantasy football uh, resource as well. Uh, but but my heart is to to see sports fans following Jesus, and so we'll we'll gather together to have sports conversations that lead to faith conversations, and we do that yeah in a lot of different ways. But uh, but I'm, I'm passionate about sports, but my greater passion uh, is Jesus and what He's done in my life, and and just the desire to encourage others as they walk and and understand uh, who He is and and how much He loves them. Yeah, you're not excited about this at all, are you? And <laughs> and. Uh... Tell us, tell us this journey. First of all, if the if the folks who are listening and watching, if they didn't pick up on it, it's designed for the sports fanatic. That's right. <laughs> you were nice. You called them fans. That's right. We call no, them fanatics. <laughs> we're nuts. We're fanatics. Well, yeah. So no, I'll, I'll jump in because I, so that's, that's who I am. I'm a, I'm a fan. So I was cut from my football team in middle school. And so that ended my, my playing career uh, a little bit earlier than I had hoped or, or wanted, but, but realized that my whole life, I've always been a fan and my grandpa who lived to, to be over 90 years old, the final time I saw him, we were watching a Panthers game. And so you could be a fan your entire life. And, and so I realized that my fandom always allowed me to connect with people, whether that was strangers, whether that was family, whether that was friends at the lunch table. And, and so as, as God began to stir in my heart and, and give me this, this vision for, for a ministry, uh, that's what, what came to mind. All right, I'm a fan. I can connect with other fans. There's so, so many great ministries reaching the athlete and the coach but what about the fan? How do we hone in on, on that specific aspect of uh, kind of a group of people and impact the kingdom uh, in that way? And so uh, that was the kind of the motivation and the, the origin of, of how it began. It's a great concept, and it's so blessedly unique in the sense that, yes, people normally go to the athlete or the coach. But how did you get to where you are today? Give us a little bit of a journey, a faith story journey or a ministry journey. How did you get to where you are? Where'd you come from? So I, I grew up in the church and, and thankfully my, my parents uh, showed me Jesus and a real faith at a, at a young age and, and saw them live it out. And, and so I, throughout my life have pursued 
ministry from, from youth group and, and even Awana back when I was younger. And then uh, going off to college at Appalachian state, I was involved with crew and uh, in high school, young life and out of college, young life. Uh, but somewhere along the way, uh, God gave me a, a passion for sports radio. And when I was in college, that passion uh, mainly became more about me than it was about him. And so I pursued a radio career. So I was all in on sports radio and, you know, God allowed me to experience that and he opened doors and from a kind of worldly perspective, I did have uh, some early success as a young radio host. So going from Appalachian state back to Charlotte, I was an afternoon host, but there came a time where I was uh, just wrestling and experiencing this lack of purpose and meaning in my life. And, and so I thought that, well, I just want to be a radio host. That's what I, that's what I want to do. And I was doing it and I was getting anxiety going in and I, I was just restless and, and something didn't seem right. And, and so there were you know, multiple things that, at play, but ultimately God was, he allowed me to experience it and then made me realize this isn't all that I, I have for you. I've got, I've got, I've got a greater purpose for you. And, and so I had to get to the end of myself. I'm, I'm still getting to the end of myself. It's an ongoing process, but, but in that season of life, really having to acknowledge that, okay, Lord, what do you, what do you want from me? So I ended up walking away from sports radio. It was kind of a crazy thing that I, that I did. Uh, a lot of people were wondering, what are you doing? Um, and it was during that, that season of life where God really gave me this, this passion and idea to pursue, uh, basically still do sports and, and do even do radio, but incorporate my faith into it. Basically recognizing, all right, God's given me these gifts and these passions and these experiences and these opportunities for him, not for me. And, and so that's when this, uh, this kind of vision began. And actually when you and I first connected was kind of the first step in the journey when I was working at Sports Spectrum Magazine. Right. Uh, it was right. a little bit, the setup was different than what it is today. Uh, but back then it was actually in North Carolina. And so I was working there with the, the hope of doing a sports and faith radio show. And um, what ended up happening is that opportunity birthed out of my time there. So I ended up leaving good terms and, and just got opened up a new door for me to start unpacking it. So it began as a sports and faith radio show and the show got syndicated and we ended up on Sirius XM and, and all this sort of stuff. But along the way, God expanded my kind of my, my scope and, and vision for what the ministry would be all about. And it went beyond sports radio. And so now we're, we're still doing uh, podcasts and that sort of thing, but we, we ended up starting up, you know, a nonprofit ministry and, and, and really with this mission to reach sports fans. And so we added the devotionals. We added the, the small groups that we call packs. We, we added, we've been adding kind of different stuff over the years. Uh, even last year during the pandemic, we started doing this unpacked lunch with sports fans around the country. We come on, talk sports, faith, and life. And uh, it's just been a, a real fruitful thing that we'll keep doing. Um, so anyway, so, so the ministry, it began with sports radio. Uh, but, but thankfully, God is, has kind of uh, gone beyond that and, and, and opened up some, some even newer doors. And, and that's what's been uh, so fun to, to see and experience along the way. It's, this is a great, I don't know if it's quite a, a culmination yet. I think there's still stuff in the future. But it's certainly been fun to see. And, and it's been a blessing and inspiration to many people to see how God has taken you. And I know it, 
it hasn't always been a straight line for you. It's been a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it, it's like any of these ministries, we keep learning, don't we? That's but right. today, you know, you're with us and we're focused on helping us, meaning CSRM, helping local churches do their sports rec and fitness. And with particularly within the last year, when they couldn't get out on that field, they couldn't get out on that court because all the COVID stuff, they started looking at different things. And I think it's opened up a door and opened up the eyes of a lot of our local church sports rec fitness people saying, maybe there's some other things here that we could continue to do even after COVID. And, and you've got some ideas for, for churches to do that. We, we, we want to kind of put that as a teaser that we're going to come back to that in a little bit, but tell us if, if you will, what's your perception today has COVID impacted sport beyond just the, what I just said that some of these recreational leagues didn't get together. What's happening culturally. What's happening out there in the sports world because of COVID? It's fascinating to, to keep an eye on. And, and I do think that last year when sports were taken away from us, it did a couple things. I think it made the, the diehard sports fans, the fanatics that you, you, you mentioned, realize how much we appreciate, need, want, enjoy sports and and in some ways we were looking around going wait now what what do we what do we do with our free time and what do you mean there's not a game coming on or, or coming up and 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 so i think the the diehards when sports returned were all in and, and so thankful and 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 now once the stadiums have opened up and fans coming back other than a few you know knuckleheads here or there um excited to be back together and and all that comes along with the experience of a fan from, you know, just uh, tailgating and talking about games and, and hanging out and going to games and the relationships and all that. I think we missed that. And it wasn't just the, the scores or the outcomes of games, but it was all the intangible, I, mean, I guess some of it's tangible aspects that we enjoy with, with sports. Um, so I think that was, that was part of it. And then the other thing, I think fringe sports fans may or may not return that, that I think they, they found other things that, that they're even more interested in, or, you know, whether it's Netflix or whether it's just other activities, hopefully outside as well, people getting outside every once in a while, turn the TV off, but, but hopefully, um, you know, those, those people are, are still sports fans to some degree, but I think, you know, numbers are down in certain sports as far as viewing goes. And some of that's the change in technology and all that. But I think COVID revealed some of that to where people go, yeah, I mean, I like sports, take it or leave it. Oh, but there are other things. There, hopefully family and, and, and other, you know, more important activities as well. Um, so I think that's, that's definitely been a, a takeaway. Um, and then as far as, you know, participating in sports, people miss all that comes from that too. So what I was talking about, some of the intangibles, and, and we know all the things that come from competing in sports. We absolutely want that, need that. There's so many great, you know, aspects and values to all of that, that once it was taken away, we realized, man, yeah, we're missing, we're missing something. And, and so we're, I think we, we have a greater appreciation now that sports are back. Yeah. I've, I've seen the same thing. There's a lot of folks who have at one point kind of just said, you know what? I, 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 this is them. I wasted a lot of time on sport 
and now I'm into something else. Some of it has been replaced by their personal participation in some physical fitness or some other, maybe even recreational sport. But have, have you seen any of, of even a backlash like around the NFL, you're doing a lot with football or maybe professional basketball, a backlash of these, these athletes are making way too much money and they're into these causes that I'm not into. And if they're not going to stand for the national anthem and I mean, it, it, all of that with COVID, do, do you see anything along what, what's going on culturally? Yeah, I mean, that, that's always a, a storyline, and, and there is a, a section of, of sports fans or even fringe fans that, that were looking for an excuse to, to get out. Like, and so whether that was the flag or whether it's LeBron James or, you know, some of the money stuff, but guys have been making a lot of money for a long time. So I'm not sure that that's the newest thing necessarily or giving people a reason to turn off the, the game. Um, but, but I, I do think that COVID like, yeah, it just was an excuse. It was kind of like the last straw where it was already heading that direction where some people were tuning into games and then they get frustrated because certain players were advocating for something they don't like, or, uh, they haven't liked the player movement in sports. You know, the Aaron Rodgers saying, I don't want to be here anymore. And, and there are multiple situations like that, that turn, you know, fans off. And so. You know, I understand that. I, I get that. And, and and I think in some ways, maybe the general fan has lessened a little bit and he focuses on one specific team or one specific sport a little bit more um, because some of those loyalties are so strong that it's hard for them to give up, you know, their team. Maybe they've given up the overall sport or something like that, but not their team. Um, or maybe they've gone more to college sports or even college has their own, own questions and issues as, as well. But ultimately, for me, as someone who sees the positive side of sports fandom and the advantages of the relationships, of the connections that, that sports and following sports creates um, and the bond that it creates. Because like, even for me, I'm more connected to my, f- my friends in the fall than I am in the summer because we're playing fantasy football, because we're watching NFL every weekend. We're watching college football on Saturdays. Uh, there's just more football fans. And so I, I hear from them more often. Um, and so we're just more engaged because of that. So that's what I always focus on. And for those guys that, you know, end up, Hey, I'm just, I'm just too busy for sports or to keep up with sports. Like I was in college. Like, that's fine. That's, that's great. Like be the dad, be the husband that you need to be. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't like sports anymore. It's just not as much of a priority. And, and so for those guys, like we still, from a ministry standpoint, we still have chances for them to connect with us. Maybe it's in a, a, a smaller degree, uh, but that's okay. Like that's almost, that's almost best case scenario in some ways. Um, so anyway, I'm going on. Yeah. And, on. Yeah, and, I, and I see that in, in some ways as a real opportunity for the local church who's doing the sports rec and fitness, because I'll tell you the games that I don't miss personally. And I I'm there every time is my grandkids coach pitch league. I mean, that to me is the best game of the week. Absolutely. And and my my grandson the other night had three putouts. He himself had th- he didn't hit into it. He caught it. You know, he made three putouts out of the first six outs at a coach pitch game, which is unheard of, you know. Wow. And, and and 
oh my gosh, that was the most exciting thing that happened that week. And I think that if we <laughs> talk to churches and help them understand that this sport is an opportunity for them, but maybe we need to reshape it a little bit or redirect it, it's still a great, great tool. And, and I also think that, and I'd be interested to hear from you and as we go forward on this, I think some of the, when people walk away from sport, that they walk away because they're not rooted theologically, because they start to see sport as being something that is anti-biblical or anti-religious or something. And, uh, and one of the things we've been trying to help, and I know you do too, is try to help people understand, hey, theologically, competition was created by God. It's, it's good. Now, we can mess it up, just like we can mess up a lot of other things that was created good. But I, and I really think that that's something that's happening. Any quick comments about any of that? Well, from, from my perspective, when I'm watching sports, I'm seeing parallels. And, and I'm seeing biblical parallels take place. And so the devotionals that, that I write, so I write Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Today I wrote about Dak Prescott and, and his comment that he made about burying an injury. Mm. And so I, I, I wrote today about, the, the fact that Jesus was buried, which means our sin is buried. And so our quote unquote injuries from our past uh, have been buried with him. Um, and so he was just talking about his injury and getting back on the field for Dallas. But I think about it differently. And so I try to help sports fans, you know, read between the lines and see what, what people are saying and, and what we're watching and, and being able to, to parallel that to our own lives and to be encouraged in our own life. And so, um, I, I, again, I see the positive side of, of sports and the, the fact that like a lot of the, the emotions and experiences that, that come across in participating in sports or watching sports, they parallel everyday life. And, and so it just kind of intensifies or spotlights or uh, we're all kind of watching the same thing. Um, and so then we can grow in those, in those ways. So, and, and, and to push that out a little bit further, even because I'm right with you, a lot of folks within our tribe, so to speak, uh, within the evangelical Christian world, we always say, well, God's word, God revealed himself through his word. It's in air. It's infallible. It's all those. Okay. That's what CSRM. That's, that's part of our statement too. We believe that. But we also believe that God is revealed through natural revelation as well as divine revelation. Divine revelation being the word of God, the, the Bible. But the natural revelation, we can see that. But we always have to interpret the natural through the divine, right? Yes. And so what you're saying and what you do in your devotions, this is helping us see God. Helping, uh, helping us see theology. we got to have both. got to have the Bible in one hand. And, and, a, and a ball in the other hand, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's thinking it. And I love, I love what you're saying there. Well, we've come down to the end of this segment for us. Uh, we're going to come back. But I want you, those of you that are listening as you're on your treadmill or you're commuting or you're watching it around the house or whatever you're doing, I want you to come back next time because we're going to delve more into how the local church can get involved with Bryce, with unpacking it, and some things that can help you reach that fan, that sports fan. So make sure that you come back to us. And Bryce, thanks for joining us for this segment. 
we're looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. What a fun conversation. I appreciate it. The CSRM Podcast is a production of the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministers and their video production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. Dr. Greg Linville is the executive producer, and Andrew Fouts is associate producer and editor. For more information about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM Podcast is the flagship member of a new podcast network called Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM Podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.